Welcome to the Action Factory podcast. I'm your host, Michael Dawson, and this is where I explore my fascination with our behavior, how we get into problems and how we find solutions. Before we begin, there's two things you need to know. I developed a course called the Solutions Toolkit. It's a framework for working with young people in a professional capacity. I put together a micro course called the Three Essential Foundations when working with young people as a professional. And by way of introduction, it's currently available to you completely free at theactionfactory.com. And just like this podcast, it's designed for social workers, youth workers, residential workers and care professionals. So you can go and grab that now. Secondly, we have got tens of thousands of listeners and almost no subscribers. And that's fine by me because I selfishly do this to help me gather my own thoughts. However, the language of the internet is clicks and likes and shares and comments. So if you've got a moment to give a stranger a tiny helping hand, then please feel free to help me out. Okay, on with this week's episode. Remember, there's now a voicemail button on the podcast website, which is, of course, theactionfactorypodcast.com, and I can play and answer any comments or suggestions in future episodes. Okay, on with the show. There's a saying that uh, I talk about a lot, and it's from NLP. Every problem was once the solution to another problem. That's quite an interesting perspective, that, isn't it? When you think about it, most of the time it's true. For example, if you're a drinker, the alcohol that you're drinking, now drinking too much of, was once a solution to something. The same can be said um, of of most things, I think, depending on your perspective, perhaps violent behaviour, even violent behaviour and the kind of behaviour that you're displaying. Whatever problem it is, being short of money or all those kinds of things, Think about that. Uh, even things like that we'd like to give up, like smoking and stuff. Th- there were always a solution to something. It's interesting that our natural reaction is, if that's the case, to remove the solution and yet leave the problem still there. It doesn't take away the problem. And the reason I say this, I've just watched a, a video on YouTube that was fascinating. And it was a video of an interview of, of Rick Rolls. Now, if you don't know who Rick Rolls is, he is a ultra athlete. He was, he was named as one of the fittest men in the world. Post or, is it right, that post? Yeah, post 100 mile races over mountains, all that kind of stuff. However, that wasn't always the case. Um, he was actually a successful kind of business guy and was reasonably successful as a swimmer. However, he kind of turned to alcohol in the end and started to drink to a point where he will tell you stories about the kind of embarrassment of alcoholism and some of the ways that he kind of shamed himself until he kind of got to a point where he was so big and overweight and couldn't breathe and couldn't get through his day that he felt that he had to change everything. So of course, he lost weight, he stopped drinking, he became not just an athlete, but this ultra endurance athlete off the scale stuff that me and you would never attempt. So what fascinated me was, I'm watching him on YouTube and I will link the video down below, it's absolutely fascinating, you should watch it. But it was just a line that he said, exactly what I've just said. We have a tendency to remove what has been a solution. And it just struck me as how um, we, with what we do, can deal with that. And um, 
as you know, we don't do kind of, we don't do diagnostic. That's not our belief system. And uh, we don't do therapy and therapy training anyway. However, sometimes this is a great example of how there is a need to pull back from offering a solution. We've got knowledge that we have just learned from the likes of this video. We know how this thing works and we can tell him straight away, you don't need to do that. Uh, remove the alcohol. What you've got to do is we've got to find the problem and then we've got to remove it. Well, we don't do that. That's what diagnostic kind of therapeutic people do. We train you to do something quite different. We train you to be curious and to ask questions and to force the client to say things, if I put it in its simplest form. And if you've done any training with us, you'll know that what we prophesy or teach is that there is only one expert in that room and that's him that's the person who lives that life and it's really really hard to do that and I just realized listening to that how, how the hell are we going to deal with that how we're going to deal with Rick if he comes to us with this alcohol problem without this knowledge and I thought well can we ask enough questions can we be curious enough to allow him to make that discovery himself without us manipulating the conversation and I thought to myself yes I think so I think we can be mischievous like like I often say we should be mischievous and ask the right questions tell me why you don't drink more why do you not drink more than what you drink now you know how have you coped so far what are the times when you don't drink as much if I was to have your drink problem and you were to have a day off, could you tell me kind of how I know what time to start drinking and what sort of things will make me drink, that kind of thing. So I realized, yes, yes, I absolutely believe there is a way through all this by just talking to the client and probing instead of diagnosing because the diagnostic Result, um, the diagnostic route only offers two options. One, I tell you what your problem was, or two, I convince you of what your problem was, whether it was or not. And either way, that will have, I'm sure, an amount of success. And that's where we rely on the skill of the therapist. However, when you do what we do, we are curious inquisitors. We are asking the client about their life so i really think it would be worth clicking around here somewhere and having a watch this video it's really really interesting thanks for listening sorry i wanted to just jump on and get that out all right thanks a lot see you soon Thank you for listening and I hope you found some food for thought there. If you're a professional that works with young people, then my free micro course is for you. It's at theactionfactory.com. If you've got any ideas, comments or suggestions, then remember you can click the voicemail button on the site page. Also, if you've a moment to do something kind for a stranger, then please feel free to click a little like button on our behalf if you'd be so kind. You are highly appreciated and catch you next time. Thank you.